Well done, Roger. Um, how did you turn it around? You lost control of the match at the end of the second set. How did you get back into it? Well, I thought it, I wasn't playing that poorly, you know. I thought it was a good first set, and uh, even the second set was fine. I mean, the, the second break, I shouldn't get that one, but the first one, I kind of, you know, gave it to him a bit. I think I was up 30 love, and then fought back to 30 all, and I end up hitting two foreign errors, which I normally don't do, but that's maybe due to pressure first match and different conditions and wrong shot selection. But, you know, he did well to serve bigger and better as the match went on, and once he got the upper hand in the second set, he started to swing more freely and it got more dangerous. And uh, was, for me, it was just... Uh, trying to stay calm, trying to wait for my chance, try to create chances when he was not serving as well as he did at times, that uh, I was going to take those chances and hopefully, you know, come through with the victory, which it all, you know, came that way, exactly the way I hoped it to be. Federer, obviously it's very difficult against Songa when he's playing the way he did. How do you keep your cool during that uh, during that tough third set and just just wait for the time to break? Yeah, I mean, you just try to stay calm, you know. Um, absolutely, it's not always in your control when you play Joe, and that's uh, the beauty of it. I kind of enjoy that uh, to some degree, but um, I think also partially because it was a first-round match, uh, I think that's maybe why we saw some you know ups and downs from both players, but that's kind of normal, and that's why I'm actually pretty happy that I was able to come through today. What's the key to return Songa's serve? How would you rate your returning game in general? My returning? Or, um, well, I think when Joe, Joe's serving well, and I played him in the first tournament of the year in, in Doha when he was just coming back, I already thought he was mixing up his serve really well. You know, just good slides, good kicks. Um, it was a great power and. Uh, and then once he gets it going, you know, he starts off every game with a great serve. And then from then on, he seems like he's taking all the right decisions. You know, it's really hard to get into any, so, any sort of rhythm uh, against him from the baseline because he, he's a very good one-two puncher as well, which he proved over four and a half sets against me at Wimbledon. And uh, I think that makes it particularly hard to, to return sometimes. And it, today I had flashes of, of that match because I didn't have a, much of a chance for a while on his serve, so you just try your best and overall I think I've been trying to do different things this year on my returning, at times a bit more offensive, sometimes a bit more, you know, sort of normal the way I return, um, but recently I've played well and uh, always depends on what surface you play, which player, depends on how you return, but uh, obviously every player has a certain return style and mine is obviously completely different because I have a one-hander than all the rest of the top 10 players. Roger, how do you assess the court conditions regarding versus last year, year and uh, Bercy this year? And also, like you know, your schedule, right after Bercy, did you take one day off, for instance, or did you go directly to, to practice the next day? No, no, I, I took two days off, uh, Monday, Tuesday, arrived back here on Wednesday and started practicing again. So I had two days off completely. I mean, completely, it's exaggerated. I'm still busy in Switzerland, but. Uh, uh, in terms of fitness or tennis, I didn't do anything for two days. Um, this year it just feels faster London for some reason because we're coming from a slower Paris. Whereas last year Paris was lightning, so you felt this was slow. Um, so I think I'm still just wrapping my, you know, my mind around the new conditions. 
Um, still kind of getting used to it, but uh, there is maybe, I'm not sure if there's a bit more bounce this year to, to last year. We'll see how it all plays out, but I think uh, that could be the case a little bit this year. Roger, we don't, we don't see um, Pierre Paganini at many of your events. Is, is, is his presence here, are you working a little bit more on the physical side perhaps at the moment to try to different drills, anything No, no nothing, nothing different. Uh, he's supposed to leave today, but his flight got cancelled because of the fog maybe, I don't know. He wants to leave this place again. I was like, what are you doing, you know? He actually wanted to leave yesterday. I was like, come on, stay for one more day, you know, which he did. But uh, no, he does maybe come to, let's just say, six events a year. And then occasionally, if I'm in a Grand Slam final like Paris, he would maybe show up for that. So, but when he feels there's no no more to do during a tournament because it's all tournament rhythm and um, uh, matches and rest and all that stuff, uh, for him there's no point to stay here. And he goes does other things. So works really well, and he likes to stay away from the limelight. And kind of it's good this way for both of us. Uh, Roger. Uh, like you said, uh, uh, one of the reasons you play fantastic now is uh, you take the Asian swing off and it let your body well rested. Now your fans in China is worried about uh, it will become even harder to get you playing in Shanghai because you find a successful formula. Um, I'm, I'm not. I don't think I'm playing great tennis just now because of me missing Shanghai. I don't see it that way. It's definitely helped me and it was necessary because I was hurting a lot after the US Open and, uh, and Davis Cup. I was uh, having pains in my body which needed some rest and uh, um, also looking ahead of next year because it's an Olympic year next year I just felt like I needed some time off you know and also I do have a family. I do have um, so many other things going on that sometimes I just need to be, get away from it all, you know, and I've had a very busy year, I've played a lot of matches again, um, so that was the reason, and this hopefully is not a trend for the Asian swing, because I care too much about uh, the Asian market and the Asian tournaments. Roger, can you talk a little bit about the completely different mindset, especially at the beginning of this event, it's so different from the rest that you can lose and not be out of the tournament, which is... Yeah, it is different and um, even today at uh, one stage I started when I was down a break I was like oof okay so what's the calculation behind this now I was like come on just play tennis don't worry about if you lose a set 6-2-6-4-7-6 you know uh, if it comes to that it means it's craziness and you're just un unlucky so I mean you try your best and uh, go with it and obviously I'm um, very experienced when it comes to round robin play here at the World Tour Finals, but uh, it's definitely has a bit of different feel to it, you know, because you do know you're gonna be here regardless, and that in a way it feels like you have a safety net, but you actually don't, and uh, so it can be misleading. But uh, honestly, by now I know how to to handle it mentally and, and, and the whole deal. Roger, how do you rate the O2 here as a menu in terms of your actual? Yeah, it's very nice um, to pick it. My absolute favorite would be unfair to, to, towards all the other great uh, arenas and places I play tennis at. But this is definitely up there. Um, it's electrifying, it's entertainment, it's got that, that myth around, you know, having also musicians here during the year. It's a, I feel like it's, a, it's an arena where 
you'll be proud one day to have played here, I find, you know, and I think it's, it's nice that it's a win-win situation for both, for the city, for uh, the players and for the arena, and uh, so it's, it's all good news all around, and uh, I've really enjoyed my time all these years here at the O2 now. What did, uh, what did Thierry think of your performance? Maybe shouldn't he have not been in the box? Or? If, Thierry Henry? Yeah, what do you what thought? Did he think of you? Um, I don't know, he, I think he was happy. Uh, he wasn't crying when I came into the locker room, but uh, um, we're good friends and uh, he's just happy to come and see me play once in a while. Um, we missed each other in New York actually, even though we were both there. So it was nice to, to catch up again with him and he's a nice and friendly guy, look, and uh, um, I'm sure he hopes that I win, but it's more about seeing each other really.